There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. No, you don't. You've got your weekly line. Yeah, you're right. We are your girl and guy who talk about poltergeists. Welcome to the show. You meet a poltergeist. If you meet a poltergeist. <laughs> Welcome. Belinda's in a weird mood. I am in a weird mood, okay? <laughs> the thing is, as soon as, before you sat down, you seemed fairly normal. And now... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> What is happening? As we record this, it is Friday the 13th. Belinda ah, oh. is going to kill me. <laughs> if we don't post this to so- anything to social media, you know that it's... Yeah. I've, I've killed Brayden. And if the next episode this is, is like... This is my incriminating evidence. <laughs> if the next episode is just like <laughs> Belinda talking to herself... And then, like, me and, like, me talking, but it's just, like, words spliced together. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Rain. Or something like that, then you know that Belinda's gone evil. I feel like we, I've got, there's definitely a sentence of you going, Hi, guys, my name's Brayden. On our podcast, yeah. normally, I don't have to splice that together. I mean, why, why would I say that again, though? Like, everyone knows my name. I think we've said it a few times. Just in case you didn't know, my name's Brayden. There we go. Beautiful. That's perfect. And that's Belinda. And I'm Belinda. Yeah. Thanks to our patrons today for sponsoring the episode. Yeah. Cheers, bruh. <laughs> yeah. We love you. We do. And we appreciate you. Appreciate. I thought um you put one of the cushions down there, but it's mouse. Yeah, mouse. <laughs> we gave the dogs a bath. He's V fluffy right and now. By bath, we mean a shower. Yeah, we got in the shower with the dogs. It's the easiest way when we've got two small dogs. Yeah, just most would up. say just use a um a tub, a tub. But we ain't got time for that. Ain't got no time for that. They went for walks and got real woogie. dirty. Oh yeah, mouse. Okay, Molly's good. She's like fuck puddles. I hate that shit. Do I not make puddles. me walk through a puddle. Do not make me walk through um mud or anything so she was trying to walk around it all but mouse is like fucking splish splash i'm never taking a bath <laughs> but then we made him take a bath as soon as he got home yeah because he was a nasty boy the nasty boy and they rolled in shit as per oh, usual they love oh, that bird shit perfect fragrance love it. i think it's more duck shit than anything yeah probably with all those puddles oh so beautiful so, so dirty so grassy if you follow me on instagram you would have seen it on my story Follow her at Baby Mackers. Yeah, follow Brayden at BR. I don't know how to your name. Yeah. Uh, Brayden number five ASH. There we go. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to spell your name. What else is new? I got my period. Oh, it's been 12 years. 
It's been 102 days. You know, that wasn't a cause for concern at all. No. (laughs) (laughs) When you came in and said, hey, I got my period, I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I started shaking. I was like, I don't know how to deal with a period again. Yeah. Sorry if none of you want to hear about Oh, fucking grow up. It's a natural thing. It's a natural occurring thing. You know, celebrate with us. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. You were born because your mum missed her period. So... And that's I mean, why, I, I that's why I'm celebrating. <laughs> oh, shut up. I wasn't thinking for the past, like, whole three months that, oh, shit, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. Because I'd taken many tests. I'd gone to the doctors. Yep. I had many blood tests. I had yep. a full fucking ultrasound, internal and external. Yep. Yes, there's internal ultrasounds. No, it is not comfortable. Very, very weird. Intrusive one, good sir. But... Definitely confirmed there was no babies in there, but my uterus has shrunk. Which is weird. Which is the cause for concern because I'm 23 and that normally only happens when a woman goes through menopause. Don't you go through menopause. I'm fucking not. I got my period, bro. Put a pause on that menopause. I will put a pause on that menopause. I need to have at least two and a half children. Yeah, exactly. Where's the half come from? That's just the Australian standard of how many children there are to a home. Doesn't need to be said again. Wow. Wow. So, anyway, that's cool. We're moving. We're moving, so there's a bit of echo in the room because there's less stuff in the there's room. There's really nothing in there. There's here. absolutely nothing. There's our printer. I even took the painting down. I know. There's nothing. It's barren. Like my uterus. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, what else is new with me? Uh, I've been writing stuff. Mm-hmm. Trying to get creative. Pretty cool stuff. Failing though. You know, I've only written like a page and a half. I just can't. Just writer's else. block. You got a bit of writer's block. Everyone goes through it. I feel I like smoke you some sh- weed, some inspo will come to you, bad. I feel just like you shouldn't now. have writer's block when you're only a page into your book slash short story. I get writer's block when I'm trying to write in my journal. So. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Like, fuck, what did I do today? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. <laughs> I cannot remember. I think that's what's called amnesia. <laughs> or short-term memory. Yeah, what? <laughs> what what uh, were we talking about? Anyway, should we get going on this episode? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate it when people say it like that. What? That. Mm, yeah. Oh, that is just absolutely obnoxious. I just broke everyone's eardrums. I'm incredibly not sorry. <laughs> Editing through the last episode, and I think you said that once, and I was just like, <laughs> I am struggling with all of my might right now not to just delete this. <laughs> but I didn't. I kept it in for everyone's viewing pleasure. He hates me so much. I mean, not all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you do hate me. No, I don't hate you me. do hate me. You fucking said it. It's on. All right. It's on audio. It's on audio. I'll just delete it. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Nothing's ever really deleted. Oh wow! Don't you know that? The CIA has already got all of this. Oh shit! They're onto us. Yeah. Just because you an FBI doesn't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> Female booty. booty inspector. Oh hell yeah! Um, so I am going to be talking about. The Lemp Mansion. The Lemp Mansion. And this entire story sounds a lot better when you think about Lemp. Lemp, like limp. 
and then kind of use like penis innuendo in your mind, things get good. That's what I'm already thinking. That all right, good. I'm already there. I'm there with you, babe. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. In St. Louis, Missouri, there was a building that was the prize jewel of a renowned German immigrant family. This family was known for owning one of the most successful beer companies in the entire of the United States, but unfortunately for them, there was more than beer brewing in their family. There was evil and darkness. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got him. Hit him with that. Evil and darkness. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this is one of the top ten most haunted places in the U.S., Aren't they always one of the top ten? I mean, in one list or another, sure, but this is number nine. Oh. So it might not make other lists, but it'll make this one. It made this list, and that's all that matters. I can't remember what the list was. Where'd you get the list from? I don't fucking know. Yeah, fair enough. I just, like, breezed through a list, and I was like, oh, what's that? And then I looked further on other websites. I did that, too. I was like, oh, that's a fun name. (laughs) Yeah, 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 pretty much. That's the only thing that caught my eye. Mm -hmm. Lamp. Lemp. Lemp. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. So, the father of the family, Johan Lemp, who went by the name Adam, his wife and one year old son, William, William, Willie Lemp. Willie, Willie Lemp. <laughs> came to America in 1836. Uh, they were floating around for a while and they eventually settled down in St. Louis, Missouri. So the family opened up a local grocery store and Adam went about making German-style beer to sell from the store. Don't exactly know how he went or how he knew about making beer, but he had uh, some knowledge because his beer started selling like mad Mm. and the influx in German immigrants meant that his beer was selling like mad. So he was just like, you know what? Fuck this grocery nonsense. I'm just opening up a brewing company. As you do. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly right. Right? So. Exactly right. Yeah. And soon enough, he formed the Western Brewing Company, and they grew in popularity wildly. So, uh, not that this has anything to do with hauntings or anything, but the beer became so popular they needed to expand their storage space, so they built their small brewery on top of a cave system and used the cave for storing their beer. Fucking cool, huh? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be so, careful there's no dragons in there. Yeah, yeah, caves. Watch out. Well, that's where I assume they live. Yeah, or maybe Native American spirits. Oh. It's, it's not a foreboding back. to anything. I'm not actually... There's no mention <laughs> no, of Native American spirits. No, throwback, though. Yeah. To the Apache. Was it oh, Apache? Apache Death Cave. Yep. That's a good one. So, by the 1850s, Adam Lemp's beer was among... Adam Lim's beer was among the most. <laughs> you know what that beer did too, made everyone Went a bit limp. limp. <laughs> was among the most popular in the city, and by 1858, it had won many prestigious awards throughout the entire of Missouri. Unfortunately for Adam, he was in an era where the life expectancy was only between 30 and 40 years old, but he still managed to make it somewhere between like. 50 and 60 years old before kicking the bucket Holy in shit, 1862. He was ancient. He was ancient. Fucking hell. So his son, who had actually grown into adulthood by this time, graduated from the University of St. Louis with a degree in beer brewing and naturally took no. over... <laughs> no, hold on. A degree in beer brewing. Yeah, how's that? I feel like that's every Australian backyard. Right? Are you joking? So he probably just like fucking hung around the backyard and was like, oh, how do you be? Yay. How do you be, bro? <laughs> be, bro. <laughs> 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 
Mr. Limp. <laughs> William. Willy Limp. I wish, wish their name was Dick or Richard. Oh, Richard Limp. Yes. Yes. Dick anyway, Limp. so, uh, yeah. So he took over the company, obviously, because he had all this knowledge, and he made revolutionary changes that quickly boosted the Western Brewing Company and Lemp Beer not only to statewide success, but nationwide success as he introduced refrigerated rail cars. Oh, shit. And then that also meant that they could export it elsewhere in the world, and it was a fucking worldwide beer. Oh, shit. How do they do a refrigerated cart? So do they just, like, stack it full of ice? Yeah, pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Well, the way they would cool their cave system is they would um, just cut up ice from the local river or something like that and then chuck it in the cave. I mean, pretty much the same. If it's not broke, don't fix it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly right. Why don't we still do that? Because it's Australia, we don't have ice. This I mean, is we do. Australia. We do. I mean, we've got know. ice. It's not the good kind, though, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone in Beanley picking their scabs, I'll tell you. <laughs> Jesus. So, the brewery was eventually expanded five times over, and William's father in law built a house nearby to the brewery for the family to live in. William, who had this, um, this expansion had really paid off for, had more than about what would be equivalent to about a hundred million dollars by today's standards what yeah and that's like a low estimate so he went out and began expanding his father-in-law's house to create the 33 room lamp family mansion that still stands today and is kind of the centerpiece of our tale ultimately because it is the thing that is haunted Alrighty. and you're about to find out why is it all the all the, all the limp dicks. Oh, all the limp dicks, babe. Indeed. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something that's all I can come up with. Very, Very nice. bad comedian. <laughs> so, Willie and his wife popped out five kids. Holy shit. Willie Jr. <laughs> was the firstborn who also studied brewing and hopped, uh, uh, hoped, uh, and hoped to, although hopped would work for. Hops. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hoped to take over the company. But it was William's fourth child, Frederick. Freddy. Freddy. Freddy Limp, who William hoped to groom to be his heir. Oh. Now here's where the tragedies begin. Oh. William's favourite son, Freddy, died of an unexpected illness in 1901. Unexpected. It was Willie J. <laughs> who did it? Oh, shit. Maybe. <laughs> He's a pretty shitty person, as you'll come to learn. So... William was utterly distraught by this, and uh, yeah, he didn't end up being the same person ever again. In 1904, William's best friend died unexpectedly as well, and he was unable to handle this grief, and he shot himself in the head a month later with a Smith & Weston in the house. Oh no, sweetie, don't die by suicide today. Okay, well, 95% of the deaths in the story are suicide. Oh, so no. Sad. Oh, no. I know. If you're feeling oh. sad, talk to someone. Yeah. Mine has suicide in it, too. Damn it. Oh, no. What are we thinking? God damn. So, William's first son decided then to take over the business, William Jr., and put that brewing knowledge finally to use. <laughs> so, eight months after his father's death, he took over the company. That's a good time. It is. Right. Yeah. Give it give it some time to grieve. Give it some time. 
And he, he was pretty upset about the death as well, which is understandable. Yeah, because he loved his father, but his father didn't love him. Yeah, precisely, pretty much. Fuck, he wanted to follow in his father's footsteps so much. But um, anyway, William Jr. and his wife Lillian had a four-year-old son at the time when they took it over, and he was also named William. A lot of Willies. <laughs> Willie the Third, to be precise. Uh, Willie Jr. eventually grew tired of his wife, Although she was a gorgeous and loyal woman, he wanted more. So he would send her off on shopping sprees daily where he would require her to spend $1,000 before, before being able to return home. That's or else easy. he would cut her off. Yeah, but by today's equivalent, that's about $30,000 that she'd need to spend every day. Oh my God, I could do that. <laughs> well, it ain't happening. <laughs> Babe, I can do what I promise. Okay. <laughs> I imagine you could. Uh, so William Jr. would throw these lavish parties in the caves under his house. And the caves at this point, because he was a fucking, you know, he was a spending kind of guy. Yeah. Were equipped with like bowling alleys, bars, indoor pools, all sorts of cool wow. shit. Yeah, really fun. And he would hire out ladies of the evening to entertain his friends. Him. I say loosely, yeah, but hey, uh, what would you know? Eventually, Willie Jr. had a secret love child with one of these women. (laughs) Oh, who would have fucking called it? Yeah, this is kind of the saddest part. The boy was born with Down syndrome, and Willie Jr., who was embarrassed with his philanderings being brought to the public eye, locked the kid in the attic, and he lived for probably 80% of his life there. That's terrible. I know, it's absolutely fucked. So Lillian eventually filed for divorce from the monster mm-hmm. and succeeded in gaining sole custody of Willie the Third from the aggressive womanizer father. And yeah, William Jr.'s problems were only really just starting because in 1906, a number of local breweries banded together and formed the Independent Brewery Company that provided Willie Jr. with the first real threat against the Western Brewing Company. Hmm. You know, he'd spent all this time fucking philandering around. He wasn't really Make it occupied. Other babies. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't yep. occupied with the fucking statistics of his business, and he, ended and he was up just getting, like money, 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 money. Yeah, he ended up getting overrun by this other company. So eventually, prohibition started as well, meaning alcohol was illegal. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, the Western Brewing Company closed down. It's practically illegal here. The prices that they make us pay. Yeah, exactly. So the profits that the family had seen were dwindling, and Willie Jr. moved away to the Merrimack River, which is pretty close by to where he was originally, mm-hmm. uh, where he built a house and remarried. Shortly after the prohibition started, William Jr.'s younger sister Elsa, who was Willie Sr.'s third child, I believe, shot herself in the head much like her father. Oh my god! There's some sort of like a local... Legend that this was actually a murder by her domestically abusing partner. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Willie Jr. sold the brewery and Lemp logo to local brewer Joseph Grease Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Grease Dick owns Lemp? Like, I mean, I could pronounce it in other ways, but... each way essentially sounds exactly like grease dick, so let's just go with grease dick. Someone's got a greasy dick. Someone's got a limp, greasy dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's and... the title. <laughs> yeah, limp, yeah, greasy yeah. dick. 
And knowing that his family's company had been sold to Grease Dick, he slipped into a depression. (laughs) (laughs) Probably from all that grease. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sad sad end to that joke because he shot himself in the same room that his father shot himself 18 years prior. Oh, shit. William Jr.'s only son, William III, died of cancer. Oh, my fucking God. Probably, I think it was... After his father died, I'm fairly certain, yeah, not many years later, probably like 10 years later, William's son died of cancer, and the two remaining children of the Aurelium, of the Aurelium, the, the Aurelium? <laughs> of the original William, senior, uh, Charles and Edwin Lemp, didn't really have to dispute over who would take the mansion, because Edwin had resided to a life of solitary confinement pretty well in isolation after his father's death. Uh, maybe sensing the fact that the family was cursed as fuck. I think so, <laughs> yeah. by the sounds of it all. So Charles, who was actually a pretty good guy, moved into the mansion with a married couple who served as his servants, and he took in the illegitimate son and gave him a room and oh. made him in. I mean, they were brothers. Oh, no, not brothers. He was his, his nephew. nephew. So he took him in, and they oh, were good friends. Oh, Uncle Charles. Yeah, Uncle Charles. Oh, Uncle Charles. Unfortunately, uh, the illegitimate son died in 1949 at around the age of 30 from health complications. Oh. And, yeah, Charles was absolutely distraught by this. Oh, and bad. he shot his Doberman. I think it was an older Doberman before killing himself in the same fashion. In the same mansion that his father and his brother and all these other people had killed themselves in. The final member of the family, Edwin Limp. Limp, sorry. (laughs) Died by natural causes at the age of 90. Oh. Well, see, solitary confinement. That's the only way to to live till 90. Yeah, (laughs) and then (laughs) And curses, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. live away from curses. He's just like, fuck this shit, I'm distancing myself. Fuck his all. He fathered no children. No one carried on the Lemp name. <laughs> and, yeah, the entire family line died out. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, it obviously sounds like this family's fucking cursed or something went wrong. I mean... Maybe they built their brewery over the top of some, like, Apache death cave type shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They pissed off the wrong dragon, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. And, yeah, uh, at the current time, the Lemp mansion is still currently around and it operates as a bar restaurant and hotel and tons of people have reported the ghosts of the lemp family sticking around within oh shit you would have guessed it the three most haunted areas in the house are the attic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the stairway and the staff of the lemp mansion refer to something as the gates of hell okay which is sort of the entrance to the caves underneath the property so the attic is obviously haunted by the playful spirit of William Jr.'s illegitimate son. Beautiful. And guests have left toys in the attic for the son to play with. Oh. And oftentimes they'll come back and the toys have been like moved across the room or something along those lines. Oh, that's so beautiful. And yeah, everyone always says that they don't get any sort of malevolence whatsoever from this yeah. spirit. Just like a playful nature. Uh, the stairway is a sort of, you know, those residual sort of memory type hauntings, like a time in... Yeah. In the past, playing over and over, over again. And over. Yeah, so the emotional scene of William Jr. rushing up the stairs to the sound of a gunshot and stomping on the door trying to break it through 
when his father had shot himself is apparently what replays over and over in that. So mm-hmm. people, guests will hear like footsteps running up the stairs and then like the sound of a foot trying to or someone trying to break through that door. That's so sad. Uh, oh. It really is. And then yeah, there really isn't ex- any explanation as to why the caves are referred to as the gates of hell. But yeah, I imagine there's a lot of negative energy down there considering that's where old William Jr. hosted his, you know, cheating parties that he, you know, fuck ladies of the night. It's full of sin. On his wife. It's a full it's of a sin. sin. It's a sin den. The, ca- sin den. the caves of sin. The caves of sins. <laughs> Instead of the cave of wonder. Oh, and get this. Yes. Willie Jr. Being full of sin. Yeah. Uh, one guest, this is a fairly popular tale. One, oh, there were two guys and a lady that were having dinner together. I don't know whether both of them were trying to go after this lady, but it seemed as such because the lady goes to the bathroom only to see a man peeking over the top of the stall. She, like, goes, like, gets angry and the head quickly, like, peers away. Yeah. She runs outside and says to both of them, I hope you got a good fucking look then. You know, thinking they were trying to, you know, they were in there having, 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 like, a having a bit of a peek on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And the bartender's like, wait, what? These guys haven't left here at all. Oh, you saw the spirit of Willie Jr. coming to peer on you, peek in on you, because he's a fucking pervert. Ladies man. <laughs> pervert. 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 Absolute pervert. pervert. Not a ladies man. Yeah, ladies man is a that different is thing. That is the most different term is absolute fucking creep and a pervert I don't don't see people like you know (laughs) spying on other people going to the toilet and thinking that's a ladies ladies man right there (laughs) (laughs) okay poor choice of words on my behalf I've already acknowledged it he's got away with the ladies the way he looks down on them (laughs) from the toilet stall fucking arsehole (laughs) yeah an arsehole yeah so that's the only other haunting I mean, there's probably there's a bunch more, but yeah, the only other ones that I can find. That's fun. Should we go there? Try no. some beer. No, maybe the lemp lemp beer. The lemp beer. Yeah, maybe. Do they still sell it? Nah, it it, it got sold off to that grease dick guy. Yeah, well, did grease dick um just change the name? Yeah, I'm fairly certain. Actually, I could look this up now. Mm. If lemp beer is still around. What if he? Yeah. What if he just changed the name? You can still get a taste of that lemp beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain I, the I recipe haven't... is still floating around because they had a pretty specific recipe that hmm. they were using, and I read on some comments saying that the yeah the brewing company's secret recipe or whatever it was had been used by a local uh, local company. I just have a feeling that like lemp beer would just yeah. be warm all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like from Luke, that like, subpar cooling in the just caves. Just the lukewarmness. No, because it's it's reminding me of a limp dick, you know? Limp oh, dicks yeah, are pretty, like, like lukewarm and just... Average. Pretty shit. Pretty shitty. Like, no one really likes anything lukewarm. I don't like a lukewarm bath. <laughs> no one likes anything lukewarm and no one likes anything limp. That's exactly right. Like, you don't... I don't know. what. How could... many times have I gone, yeah, babe, stay limp? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Ah, uh, never. Never. <laughs> no one goes, you know what? Don't put the aircon on. I like this lukewarm feeling. Oh, yeah. Oof. I want to feel the sweat run down my arms. Oh, and onto my limp dick. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, baby. How do you like my limp Ooh. dick? 
Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, go for it. Yeah, let's, let's oh, wait. Stop. Half time to do reviews. No reviews. We if don't. you want to review us, you can <laughs> review us on Apple or Facebook. And if you give us some sweet five star review with some nice comments, we will read it. Even if you don't give us nice comments, we'll read we'll, it. We'll read it anyway because fuck you, you motherfucker. <laughs> and we love you. And we don't. We do love you. If you give us a review, we'll read it out. I'm gonna love you though. Like, take me to dinner first. <laughs> You're oh. not ready to love again. No, loving you is enough. Alright. <laughs> okay. Um, mine's pretty short. Cool. I like. I think no one really likes listening to my voice so much, so I do pretty, pretty, pretty short ones now. I like your voice. <clears throat> You're biased. I'm not biased. Alrighty then. Let's get into it. So I thought I would do the most funniest title, which is kind of a shitty story, though. Oh, hell yeah. Do it. Um, so this is the Sausage Ghost of New Orleans. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it sounds funny. It's terrible, actually. It's not funny, though. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. I don't think that people dying is funny. Let's just put that out there. This is not a funny way to die. Okay. Um... It's fucking terrible, but just the fact that it's been labelled the sausage ghost is amazing. <laughs> I love it. So in the 1800s, a young couple moved to New Orleans from Germany and opened a sausage oh, factory. We're both German immigrant <gasps> stories. Oh my god, are this we like on the German same wavelength like all the time? I agree. Yeah, we've this got suicide, German... affairs, and Germans. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. This is the German episode. And it's both like German couples making things yeah your beer, beer? sausages yeah. what goes better together nothing nothing beer and sausages i can't disagree i can't have beer but if you could beer and you sausages. probably wouldn't anyway you don't like beer yeah i don't really like <laughs> continue anyway they were um well respected and hardworking, very pleasant people to deal with as well they had regular customers that they would call by name and greet with a smile they made the most delicious pork sausages, but in their relate, but in time their relationship turned sour. Oh no! Who's getting made into sausages? The husband grew tired of his wife and found himself a younger mistress that fell in love. That and then they fell in love. Sorry, um, but they couldn't truly be together until his wife was out of the picture. Oh no! One night, the man closed shop and walked to the back room where his wife was sweeping the floor. He crept up behind her and choked her with a cord. As he pulled the cord tighter and tighter, he felt her body go limp until she collapsed and ultimately died. Though she put up a struggle, he was stronger. The husband gazed down at his now-dead wife's body, smiled, and came up with a gruesome plan. With a tremendous amount of effort, he lifted his wife's corpse and placed her head her head first into the sausage grinder. Oh my god. What to do with the grinder remains next uh, came next. And of course, naturally the answer was to make her into sausages. That's fucked. He went on with his life happily, now being able to have his affair stress-free, but he still kept his mistress a secret. When customers would come in and question where his wife was, he simply replied that she was either sick or visiting family. Just not in town. Uh, of course. Little did they know they were eating her. No one seemed to question it. And went on buying their sausages 
and living their lives. God yes. fucking damn. 1800s, you get away with As anything. Literally, you could get away with anything if you weren't this fucking stupid. Human though. sausage. Eat it. Right? So it wasn't too long until customers started to notice that the wife was no longer around. The sausage maker's appearance started to become unkept and haggard. His eyes were tired and bloodshot. Not only that, but a decrease in the quality of sausage. Oh. <laughs> customers began to notice torn hair and bits of fabric in their breakfast sausages. Oh, no. Can I just pause right here, though? If you're going to grind someone up, okay. Take their clothes off. What? Take their clothes off? I'm pretty sure he's seen his wife naked a million times. What's one more time while she's dead? Yep. And fucking cut the hair or shave the hair off or something. And don't sell the fucking meat to Yeah, okay, look, look, don't kill anyone and don't sell human meat. Don't, you know. Mm. But if you're gonna (laughs) do it smartly. I love, this is a... (laughs) I'm not condoning murder or feeding people to people. This is Human Sausages 101 with Belinda. And I do not condone it at all. Alright, so Late one evening The man was cleaning the front of the shop Trying to think of another excuse As to why his wife was not around But then suddenly He heard a strange thumping sound Uh oh The sound came from the back room To him It sounded like someone was grinding sausages He ran into the back room and what he saw froze him in his tracks. Climbing out of the sausage vat was his dead wife. Oh, fuck. Her shop apron was covered in blood and her head was brutally mutilated. She walked slowly toward her murderer, arms stretched out in front of her as her agonizing moans filled the room. I'm just imagining her holding out her arms. And at the end of her arms, instead of hands, it's just links of sausages. (laughs) (laughs) Look what you've done to my fingers! Sausage hands. The husband ran out into the street, screaming loudly. This was a mistake as his neighbours, one by one, came out to see what was going on. Now, I added in this note, this guy must have been a fucking good liar. Yeah. Because no one had really suspected anything wrong that like, oh, his wife's just sick. Oh, she went out of town. Sick. Oh, your sausages aren't tasting that great. Oh, well, I'm still going to eat them. Yeah. Convincing them all that his wife is still alive and he has not murdered her. He runs out into the street screaming. His neighbors are all like, what the fuck's going on? And he goes, oh, sorry. No, I just had a bad dream. Thanks for your concern. Go back to bed. It's the, wait, what the fuck? And they're all like, pip, pip, cheerio. All right. Oh, oh, too easy. I mean, live in New Orleans. They don't really sound like that at all. No, they definitely don't. But, um. I don't know what that was. Pip, pip, cheerio. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Anyway. So they're all like, okay, cool. Just a bad dream then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. No one's adding... Like, no how one's... good of a liar is this dude? Or is everyone really that stupid? 
It's not even like no one's adding two and two together. At this point, it's no one's adding fucking one and one. It's the simplest equation <laughs> in the world. Like, all this fabric in my sausage. Mm, it must have been a mistake. Why mm. is there human... Why is there hair in my sausage? Ah, oh, well, it's the 1800s. We don't wear hair nets. You know? I know, a human tooth in my sausage. Oh, oh must be well, one of mine. Right? When did that fall out? <laughs> oh, shit. Dental hygiene, who? Yeah, oh, right. anyway. But it didn't last long. Um, every night, the haunting continued, and finally, the neighbours became more and more suspicious. Finally. Wondering why he's running out into the street every night. <gasps> Wondering <gasps> what's going on. Wow. Sounds like we got a couple of sausage ghosts upstairs. <laughs> Not, <laughs> yeah, for sausage dog. Yeah. <laughs> Not for long. Not for long. I don't know what you mean by that. Because we're moving. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going to kill the dogs. What we're going to make sausage dog sausages. What? what? It's in the name, isn't it? It is. Yeah? No, we wouldn't do that. It's terrible. We do not condone animal cruelty either. Human sausages and animal sausages. Wait. I mean... <laughs> Wait a minute. What's <laughs> a sausage is that? <laughs> Very mixed messages. Yeah. Pork sausage is okay, dog sausage is... Oh, no, no, no. no, no. The rumours started that he must have killed his wife. But where was her body? No one knew. They didn't put that clue together, wow. did they? Of course. It wasn't until one day when a customer was enjoying a sausage that the answer came to be. Oh, no. What did he find? She, oh, she had hit bitten into a sausage to then find a piece of gold wedding band. Oh, no. At least take the ring off your murder Finally. victim. Oh, my God. He just didn't have any forethought. He, he just was, was just like, like, I strangled you. I need to go fuck my mistress. Um, sausage is done. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like. Put him in the window. Boom. He probably met up with his mistress like 20 minutes later. People a little bit will... bloody. And she's like, what's that? Oh, I just pig. But my wife yeah, won't yeah. be bothering us anymore. <laughs> yeah. She blood. went away. She's gone to visit relatives, all right? Yeah, all right. All right. I want to know what happened to the mistress, because you only hear about her once in this, and then yeah. that's it. Well, I mean, he got all haggard. She was probably like, She was like, this. fucking hell, if You're you were going to feel so guilty about killing your wife, like, you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. If you knew you were going to feel this way. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so she finally, she called the police, the woman, and they raided the factory that evening. Yep. As the police busted into the back room, they found the man huddled in the corner of the room, screaming at this, at the sausage grinder. (laughs) He pointed shakily at the grinder and claimed that his wife's ghost had emerged from the grinder, bloodied and mangled, and was coming to get her revenge. Oh, no. The police attained him. And promptly locked him up in an asylum. Good. He spent the rest of his day his days there, but even there he could not escape what he'd done and eventually died by suicide. Oh no. While the man was locked up though, and still alive, someone else had bought the factory and reported that the haunting was still happening until the sausage makers passing in the asylum. Ah, good. But some still claim to this day that um, that there are reports of a strange woman haunting the old Hans Mueller residence, where the nefarious sausage incident 
took place all those years ago. You may even run into a New Orleans resident whose ancestor was one of the lucky ones to have eaten a tainted human sausage. Ugh. And that's the sausage ghost of New Orleans. <laughs> oh my fucking God, that's gruesome. Fucking mint, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if he like mixed in flavors with her. Probably not, just human. Wedding band. I would have spiced it up some Fabric. Oh, what flavor are these sausages? Mmm. Mmm. Teeth. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> this one's a bit crunchy. Uh, this As is... if you've just grinded bone up into it. Wait, do they have bone in sausages? Yeah. This is uh, white, <laughs> white beef. <laughs> white. Wife beef. Wife beef, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have cartilage and stuff in sausages, because now you sometimes get a bite of something, it's like, you spit it out. <laughs> yeah, they just chuck everything in the sausage. That's the key. That's the key to a sausage. And yeah, I really did enjoy the image of thinking about the ghost <laughs> with sausage arms. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good story, good. hun. Thanks, babe. I just kind of was like, done it, done it, done it, done That's it. Haven't one. done it. That's not fun. Ooh. Sausage ghost. Right? That's a fun one. I was like, I'm gonna stick to it. And then the more I read, I was like, this is actually really, really sad. Really sad like everyone scary. ate this poor woman. But awesome. How much of her though? Like, was there? Yeah, I mean, if he ground all of her up and put her in, probably like fifty to sixty kilograms. I don't know how. I think malnourished. They were malnourished in the 1800s. So probably like. I don't 50 know. Kilograms. They were rolling in pork sausage. You're right, actually. She could have been a bit of a pork sausage yeah. herself. The reason why he decided he was going to go get a mistress was because um, after they opened up the factory and everything, all the work made her look really tired. Oh, that's and so aged sad. her. Yeah. He's an asshole. I mean, he kind of deserved to be haunted by her, that's for sure. I agree. Yeah, well, I believe that's all we have for today. Get what you give. Indeed. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can at You Me and a Poltergeist as well on Facebook. And if you want to support us on Patreon, get exclusive content for the podcast and help us grow, you can at You Me and a Poltergeist. You Me and a Poltergeist. Do it now. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. We released a special video over there last week, so go and enjoy that if you want to become a patron. Go and check it out. We'll also be re- releasing that on YouTube fairly certain, right? Fairly certain. Soon enough. Soon. But if you want a sneak peek of that, or sneak, sneak peek, if you want to see that early, yeah. go over to Patreon. Patreon, we have a $1 tier, mate. It's fucking $1. Easy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. All right. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can at Braden Fireash, B-R-O-A-D on number 5-A-S-H. Bambi Mac is B-A-M-B-O-M-A-C-C-A-S. And Don't forget. Exercise regularly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.